Blog Talk Radio. The First Lady, and she's expressed a desire to sing our, our, our song. So, here's how we do it. I hope Gary hasn't forgotten the tune. I hope you haven't forgotten the words. I hope I haven't forgotten the words. And I hope you haven't forgotten the words. Ah, one. Ah, two. Ah, three. Hey. day of 2018, which is the 31st of December, the Monday morning quarterback from WBRN Radio and on the Boston Red Network. And as we normally do, we remember uh, our former broadcast partner, Jerry Pippen, who uh, passed away in 2015. January will mark, uh, near the end of January, will mark 11 years that we've been at this, over 2 million people have come to visit us. We appreciate all the people from the EU, the Russian Federation, the Ukraine, China, various African countries uh, along the way there and across the continental U.S., particularly people in New England, uh, in California, and the other uh, parts of our heartland. And for the various publications that we use here, the Washington Post, the L.A. Times, the uh, Public News Service, Dan Ravis News and Guts, and many, many more, uh, including the uh, San Diego uh, Union, uh, Tribune there, uh, and... The Face the Nation, we usually use them. Uh, we're using them today. They're uh, final, uh, that they have some presidential historians there. We have a little edited version of that. We have also some of Michael Moore and uh, John Tester, uh, the uh, senator uh, reelected from the so so red state of Montana that's not that red nor that reliable. We are still in the government shutdown, which uh, many have called the D.J. Trump uh, shutdown. And the government will uh, reconvene uh, the new House uh, on uh, Wednesday. They will start that out and that journey. And the uh, Speaker, uh, Nancy Pelosi, has uh, said they will move as quickly as they can to pass a bill to reopen the government. So it would be interesting there. A fellow asked me tonight, when did I think the government would reopen? Well, very uh, difficult to say because we're dealing with a very unpredictable administration under D.J. Trump. 
We'll go in a second here to the Los Angeles time. The chief of staff now, uh, General uh, Kelly, who is leaving as quickly as he can get out of the door, uh, talks about that so-called mythical wall that D.J. Trump's talked about on the campaign trail. The whole idea of a physical wall itself in 2018, be 2019, is hilarious, preposterous, uh, etc., and that was to get over to uh, his supporters that they could physically keep people out of the country. Well, yes, you can do that. Uh, the whole idea is uh, to uh, clean up and modernize the immigration laws. If they were really uh, serious about this, the Congress and the President, they would mandate nationally e-verifier, which is uh, fairly accurate. It's not 100% accurate, but uh, it's one of the uh, stepping stones to immigration and also bring the immigration laws into more uh, uniformity. Uh, the H-1 uh, visas, they need to work on that and limit those. Uh, that is a a uh, sore point. And various other specialty programs that they have that are not uh, tuned. So thus a new uh, bill, incidentally in uh, Texas, the federal judge Zavitt ruled that the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, was unconstitutional, has stayed his order until they can appeal it, and usually um, about 90 days uh, to uh, perfect that appeal, depending obviously there, but they'll uh, serve a notice of appeal. Uh, it used to be on the rule, uh, uh, is normally about 10 days, depending obviously there. Um, They've already served public notice at the appeal. I, I'm not sure. I'd have to look at it to see have they actually filed an appeal. But if he has stayed his order, they will file an appeal. And then, of course, that case will go on to the uh, CERC, from the district to the CERC, and possibly on to the uh, Supreme Court. The new Congress, uh, no doubt, uh, will... Uh, work on the Affordable Care Act. They will do that. They're also working on uh, the uh, Voting Rights Act to modify it. So there'll be a lot of things they'll be doing. And we've talked about this uh, before. Uh, the priorities for the quote-unquote New Democratic Congress is uh, to basically pass legislation. They have decided that. Investigative work, and uh, Congress does have what they call oversight. It's been around for a very long time. But for this particular Congress in this particular year, uh, due to the amount of polarization, it would be prudent uh, for the Democrats, uh, the progressives, the so-called liberals, and whatever else they got there, uh, to work on specific legislation that needs to be uh, done and get their part of it done, send it on to the Senate and see what old man McConnell does or does not do. And uh, that will become the proverbial uh, football for 220. And when you speak of the 220 election, that'll be the next national election, you're actually uh, talking about uh, announcements will be made, some right after the holidays here, and other announcements will be made in the spring and perhaps later the summer. Campaigns are run uh, much differently now, even in the U.S., that uh, in the 219, where we're going to in a few days here, you'll start to see these announcements come out, the fundraising a billion dollars for a campaign and we're talking about a hell of a lot of money even people that don't get any delegates in the delegation process uh, like baby bush uh, jeb baby bush spending uh, 
tens of millions of dollars and literally never got a delegate. So you're going to see some of that out here. The Democratic field is crowded. And in modern politics, to crowd the field uh, is <coughs> is somewhat childish because many of these candidates uh, are never going to get nominated for anything. They're trying to get their national profile out. But what a candidate must think of is the people that he represents. In other words, the cause, the community. We'll use the word community. We've been uh, talking about community here, and this is Kwanzaa, incidentally. The last day of Kwanzaa, before I forget it here, um, is uh, today, actually. Uh, let's see, this is Monday. Uh, let me get this straight here. On the 30th, it was Nina. That is purpose. Uh, that was the 30th. And today, uh, we have Kulumba, the creativity. So this is uh, it. And actually, we do have one more day. The last day is uh, Imani, which is faith. And incidentally, a programming note here. We will have uh, our New Year's day news slash New Year's Eve program and that will be uh, later uh, tonight we'll get that one out here uh, that will take care of New Year's Eve and uh, January the 1st all rolled into one neat little package and that we uh, look forward uh, to uh, doing and uh, speaking back in community yes there are many 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 communities out here uh, we hope also to get an open source uh, program in sometime today or tomorrow. <laughs> Too much libation on the first, but anyway, we'll get it in. It, I guess it will be now the first day of uh, 2019, talking about open source, library uh, software and uh, hardware, and Ubuntu. Uh, Ubuntu, of course, uh, being uh, the open source community, Nelson Mandela, we always use him to introduce uh, that particular situation. So what we're trying to do here is get communities together. Dan Rabbit talked about community. Uh, Professor Reich out at uh, Berkeley uh, talks about community. So we're hearing people, even Thor uh, talks about a community also. So many, many people are talking about communities. And uh, Dr. Uh, Milana Karinga and his uh, celebration of Kwanzaa is very, very important. Uh, Kwanzaa, excuse me, is is one of the very important things. Incidentally, we'll go over this theme again, is uh, re-imaging and rethinking the world. A Kwanzaa commitment to the inclusive good. If you recall, uh, the Google people, their motto is do no evil, well, good. We can play upon uh, what is good, what is not. Uh, our, uh, we can kind of redefine the uh, the, uh, the uh, terms there in terms of what is positive, what is negative. We look at dialectically. So thus, what we're saying here is uh, Kwanzaa is a commitment to the positive and the uh, inclusive uh, positive there for all of our communities, whether they be local communities, uh, the international communities, period. At the very heart and center of the celebration of Kwanzaa is the ethical imperative and social obligation 
of the uh, cooperative, creative, and sharing of an inclusive good. That's from Dr. Milana Karinga in his annual Founders uh, Message. This principle and related processes are rooted in the ancient origins in the African harvest and the uh, community communitarian uh, worldview and a way of life that uh, is uh, is is under the wait a minute here, just a minute here is under guarded and informative. Uh, the founder said the ancient root of Kwanzaa is in uh, the uh, shared African harvest and celebration. Let me get this light a little different here. Uh, of it and immediately bringing uh, to mind the uh, sacred uh, teachings given to us by our honored ancestors in the Odu in, in Fata. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Which uh, tells and teaches uh, us we are to uh, constantly strive and strive and uh, struggle to bring uh, good into the world and share it and not let any uh, good be lost. So that is uh, that is uh, Kwanzaa. We'll move on to the L.A. Times and uh, General Kelly. Uh, General Kelly here, John uh, F. Kelly uh, said his tenure as uh, the uh, Trump's chief of staff is best measured by what the president did not do. Interesting here. This is in the Los Angeles Times on the 30th of December by uh, Molly O'Toole. You got an Irish name there. And Kelly. Anyway, top officials from the uh, Pentagon, CIA, and Director of National Intelligence, diplomats, and lawmakers huddled with Trump as Kelly and others urged him not to give uh, up in Afghanistan. Uh, when I first took over, he was inclined uh, to, uh, he wanted to withdraw from Afghanistan, which would have been the correct position. Kelly uh, recounted on an extensive uh, two-hour interview with the Los Angeles Times. He was frustrated. It was a huge uh, decision to make, and frankly, there were, there was uh, no system uh, at all uh, for a lot of the reasons. Uh, palace intrigue and the rest of it when I got there. Retired uh, four-star Marine General uh, will lead the administration on Wednesday. Uh, first as Homeland Security Chief and then 18 months in the White House. He presided over some of the Trump's administration's most controversial immigration and security policies. In uh, the uh, phone interview Friday, uh, he defended his rocky tenure and argued that it is the best measure by what the president did not do when uh, Kelly was at his side. And we'll see what D.J. Trump says about that once he gets out the door. It's only after Kelly's departure was confirmed. That was on the 8th of uh, December. For example, that Trump <coughs> abruptly announced the pullout of all troops from uh, Syria, excuse me, and half of the uh, 14,000 from Afghanistan, two moves that Kelly had opposed. Kelly's uh, supporters say uh, he uh, stepped into uh, the block uh, to block or deviate the president on dozens of matters, large and small. They credit him in part for uh, persuading Trump not to uh, pull U.S. forces out of South Korea or withdraw from NATO, as he had threatened to do. Well, the problem here, again, this is based upon the racist Wilsonian uh, foreign policy, which still lingers here. You can update that to neocoms 
But that policy is finished. Why are the uh, troops in South Korea? Well, one thing, D.J. Trump has moved along uh, with the uh, North under Chairman Um, the Democratic Republic of Korea, to try to settle those differences on the Korean Peninsula, and the Koreans themselves are trying to settle that. Uh, even if the president says he often relies on uh, his gut rather than U.S. intelligence. Uh, it's uh, never been. The president just wants to make a decision based on no knowledge and ignorance. Uh, Kelly said you uh, may not like his decisions, but at least he was uh, fully informed on the impact. It's not that D.J. Trump does not know the impact. Uh, I would say that D.J. Trump, on many of these situations, such as Afghanistan, he had decided a long time ago that that was a uh, dry hole of throwing money in and they're going nowhere. Kelly allowed uh, that uh, spending nearly every uh, waking minute, 15 hours uh, a day, with a president seemingly inundated with one crisis after another, has been a bone-crushing hard job, but uh, you did it. On most days, he said he got a, he woke up at, uh, what, 4 a.m. and typically came home at 9. Then he often went straight into a secure area for classified reports and communication so he could keep working. I am guarded by the Secret Service. I can't even go uh, to get a beer. He, well, he could. He take the Secret Service with him. Uh, Trump uh, sometime uh, pressed his advisors on the limits of his authority under the law, often asking Kelly, uh, why can't we uh, do it this way? But Trump never ordered him to uh, do something illegal because uh, we uh, wouldn't have it. Anyway, if uh, he had uh, said to me, uh, do it or you are fired, Kelly said he would have resigned. Interesting. Kelly enlisted him to bring order to the White House, he uh, racketed by interagency rivalries. Well, that happens at every White House. High staff turnover and uh, constant controversies. Well, you have controversies when your plan is not settled. Although he sometimes clashed with other aides, he said he tried to leave the policy out of it. I told the president the last thing in my view you need in a chief of staff is someone that looks uh, at every issue through a political lens. But in reality, uh, there is that in political lens, and when you have a very unconventional president who does not have a political background, you have all kinds of problems, and also the, the sand, the political sands, have been a shifting the last uh, uh, 30 years since Wild Bill Clinton. They've shifted even more. He served in the Marines for 46 years, from Vietnam to uh, the rise of the Islamic State, making him the military's longest-serving general when he retires in retired, excuse me, in January of 2016. When Trump picked him to head Homeland Security, uh, then served as House, House, White House Chief of Staff, officials from the Pentagon to Capitol, Capitol Hill expressed hope he would be able to, as they said, calm things down. Not so. Uh, first of all, Trump had never been in the military. Having a Marine there didn't mean anything to Trump. Worse, uh, they agree he aggressively advocated and implemented harsh immigration measures, including separation of... Uh, immigrant children from their parents on the border last summer that uh, 
quickly ran aground and and, and were reversed in uh, court. Keller rejected the uh, reports that Trump uh, bristled at the endless uh, briefings. No doubt about that. Kelly's a tight-fisted uh, control of access to the Oval Office, but his uh, anti-climate, anticlimatic, excuse me, exit reflects a tenure dogged from the uh, outset by indignities of constant uh, speculation fueled by the president's own uh, public remarks that he would be fired. Kelly said he uh, decided it was time to leave after the November midterm elections. They all say that. John Kelly will be leaving. I don't know if I can uh, say retire uh, from uh, the South Line, uh, South Lawn, excuse me, as he left for his annual uh, Army uh, Navy game. Uh, he's a great guy. That's D.J. Trump talking there. Unlike uh, Kelly's friend, uh, General uh, Mattis, Mad Dog Mattis, a retired uh, Marine general who resigned as Secretary of uh, State with a public statement on his way out the door. Kelly leaves as uh, Trump has been cocooned in the White House as a partial uh, government shutdown moves into his second week. He's the man for the $5 billion. Doesn't work out that way. He won't get the $5 billion. He can forget that one. Kelly led Homeland Security in early uh, 2017, one of the first tests was seek advice from those who actually uh, secured the border, what he called Joe Six Pack there. Well, the problem with people that actually secure the border, they're in a law, law enforcement position, and the actual immigration policy is a political decision. That's where you mess up. He added that there's security uh, crises at the southern border where Trump had uh, drummed up fears of a migrant invasion for political reasons. Uh, Kelly did not answer it uh, uh, directly, but he said, we uh, do have an immigration problem. Well, they've had an immigration problem for a long time, lesser one than what they had before. But he saw the uh, corruption and violence that has uh, spurred uh, immigration from El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala. First, as head of the Pentagon's uh, Southern Command, which stretches from uh, the south of the Americas to uh, Mexico's, Mexico's southern border, then at Homeland Security, which they have created these problems themselves. Illegal immigration over, uh, overwhelmingly are uh, not... Illegal immigrants, excuse me, were not bad people, he said, describing many of the migrants as victims misled by traffickers. Uh, I have nothing but compassion for them, the young kids, well, you know, the young kids, future workers of America. He blames, uh, but he blames the immigrants and lawmakers, not the White House, uh, for the uh, tense situation at the border, where thousands of Central Americans are uh, stranded in uh, Mexico. Two Guatemalan uh, children, of course, have died there in uh, custody in Texas and New Mexico because they don't have adequate... Again, this is a, a law enforcement situation uh, for a uh, administrative uh, problem. You, in other words, you just can't uh, jail people and don't have the facilities in place to take care of them, especially children. You have to have medical facilities there, uh, whether you have an adequate medical facility in your uh, country or not. They do in Mexico. 
Kelly faults administration for failing to follow procedures and failing to anticipate the uh, political outrage for the two most controversial initiatives of his uh, tenure, Trump's travel ban uh, and the zero tolerance. Well, anytime you get the zero tolerance, that's farcical. Immigration policy and family separation. Shortly after taking office, Trump issued an executive order which immediately uh, suspended the entire U.S. uh, refugee program for 120 days. And that was for political purposes. And uh, refugees already approved for uh, resettlement, green card holders, and others were uh, turned away uh, from flights, uh, detained, and in some cases deported. Federal judges issued emergency stays, and the court has been brought into this uh, time and time again, which happens many times when you have political uh, stalemates and politicians that obviously do not want to do anything. There's only so many things the chief of staff can do. Uh, practically with a personality like D.J. Trump, that's David Lampan of the Bipartisan Policy Center who worked with Kelly at the Homeland Defense. Now to Borgard Sessions announced his Zero Tolerance program. That's something somebody named Borgard Sessions would uh, announce. U.S. officials had already begun to uh, put the policy into presses, resulting in hundreds of migrant uh, children being separated from their parents. Kelly said Sessions' announcement caught the uh, White House by uh, surprise. What happened was uh, was Jeff Sessions. He was uh, the one that installed the Zero Tolerance uh, program on the border that resulted in both people being detained and families separated. Uh, he surprised us. The, the uh, chaotic implementation then uh, fell primarily on the Department of uh, Health Human Services and Nielsen, who came on the fire for standing on the White House podium and saying that there was no policy of separating of families. Kelly surprised some of his friends when he backed Trump after a deadly crash again uh, between uh, Nazis and counter-demonstrators in Charlotte's Virginia, Phil uh, Virginia, uh, home of the uh, Crystal Ball in 2017. When Trump blamed both sides for the violence, Kelly seemed uh, to hang his head in disappointment. But he later defended the Confederate world and suggested that the uh, Civil War was uh, not caused by slavery, but the inability to compromise. He's crazy. Um, after deadly ambush of troops that was uh, in uh, Niger, Kelly uh, gave a rare White House uh, news briefing to defend the president. He had attacked a uh, Florida congressman, I remember that, Dr. Jackson, who uh, was friends with the family of one of the soldiers uh, that was killed there. Remember that one also? Kelly's eldest son, uh, Robert, also a Marine, was killed in Afghanistan in 2010. Asked why he stayed 18 months in the White House despite policy difference, personality clashes, and uh, the punishing schedule and a likely lasting uh, association with some of Trump's uh, controversies. He said a simple duty. Well, he didn't have any duty. He'd already retired in the military. Military people, he said, don't walk away. Well, he's walking away now. So, in other words, how do you assess uh, something of that nature? Um, that in itself, uh, let's see if I can get the uh, front page of the L.A. Times up there, delivery operations at the L.A. Times, San Francisco, uh, San Diego Tribune, and other papers back on track after malware attacked them. 
Uh, we didn't report this. We went up there. Uh, there's a stream into uh, which national park is this? Mm, never heard of it before. Joshua Tree. I don't know, I guess that's somewhere by San Diego. That's what we assume has happened. And some other little things that will move along from it uh, as we... It took a little time to get everything uh, where it should have been. Uh, the government shutdown, well, we talked about the stay, so that's probably as far as we go. Government shutdown in the second week with no uh, resolution in sight. It's from the Washington Post. And we talked about what Kelly said. Uh, Senator Green of South Carolina, who uh, spoke to reporters uh, after lunch with Trump, said, uh, suggesting that the president might win over Democrats by trading uh, wall funds for uh, extended uh, legal status for the Dreamers. Trump's counselor, uh, Kellyanne Conway, who's an idiot, said of the Sunday, Sunday morning that it was a silly, a somatic uh, argument to, to debate what the border wall would be made of or sort to blame the Democrats for refusing to compromise on uh, the president's demand for billions of taxpayer dollars for a wall during the campaign. Trump repeatedly said Mexico would pay for the wall. Not going to happen. Trump backers uh, backed the spending bills passed by the House Republicans that was on the 21st, including a more than uh, $5 million for the border wall, which is crazy. John Tester, you'll hear from him in a minute, uh, said the Trump administration spent very little of the uh, $1.3 billion that Congress allocated for the fiscal security improvements earlier this year, no doubt about it. This is really not there. Their big thing, Hakeem Jeffers, he's uh, from New York, uh, chair of the House Democratic Caucus, I didn't know who he was at, said uh, congressional Democrats are certainly prepared to provide additional funds for enhanced uh, fencing, uh, tech uh, technology, drones, satellites, oh, all of it there at once. Lightning sensors, cell phone towers, anything that the experts have clearly indicated would improve the border security, but held firm against a physical wall. When Trump and the Republicans uh, want to do is waste five million, uh, five billion, sorry, of taxpayer money on the ineffective medieval wall uh, that uh, is a uh, fifth-century solution to a, a 20th-century problem. No doubt about that. I guess they'll build a great wall in China before it's over. Our um, our negotiation, the impasse that is from Richard Selby. He's been around a long time. He's from Alabama. He's chair of the Senate uh, Appropriation Committee. I wish it were not so, but uh, we've got to move away from the blame game. If the if we blame each other, this uh, could last a long time. Well, it will last a long time. Not not unusual there. Uh, uh, DJ Trump refers to it as the Schumer shutdown. The uh, other people uh, call it the Trump shutdown, so they can uh, literally, as they say, debate that one. Conway speaking on Fox said the... Uh, The onus is on uh, the uh, Democrats to reopen negotiations. This is crazy. So, no negotiations? Well, they just sat there and see what happens. 
It was a question of when we get off the uh, blame game and we get to the serious game. That was Shelby's well. It's not going to happen uh, because there are just so many problems out there. There's so much to fear about nationalism, but liberals need to address it in the right way. That's from E.J. Dion, one of our favorite liberals. In affluent neighborhoods around Washington, New York, Los Angeles, and for that matter, uh, Paris, London, and Berlin, it's common uh, to uh, denounce nationalism. Well, it, don't have, it doesn't have to be in affluent neighborhoods. It could be in a ghetto. To uh, disdain uh, supposedly uh, mindless, angry uh, populace, and to praise those with an open mind, cosmopolitan view, and uh, note those that are uh, praising themselves. Lord knows uh, there is uh, much to fear about nationalism. Extreme nationalism can lead to fascism, and it has done that before, and it's led to it now. That's one of the biggest problems the Russian Federation has, is uh, their uh, nationalism has uh, moved to racism. And the problem there is, in a world, even a globalized world, and we'll separate that out in a minute here, you have problems on the international scene, and that is how the quote-unquote market economies are now set up. Uh, nationalists uh, can uh, open paths to rules by uh, the ruthless and cynical autocrats. But those who uh, would uh, save a democratic democracy, along with anyone who has advanced a broad progressive political agenda, needs to be honest with themselves and less arrogant towards those who currently find a nationalism attractive. Well... That's a double-edged sword, day. We'll get to it in a minute here. Across uh, the democratic world, well, it's not necessarily a democratic world. He wouldn't define a government that doesn't have national health care as democratic. Enormous divides have opened between uh, fluent uh, metro areas in the small cities, towns, and rural areas far removed from the uh, tech boom and knowledge industry. Globalization... Uh, marred uh, to a rapid uh, technological change have been very good to the well-educated folks in metro uh, areas and a disaster for citizens outside of them. This is now a truism. You have to watch out when the word truism is being used. But uh, it took far too long for economic and policy elites to recognize what happened. It should have not taken uh, the Brexit referendum victory, the election of D.J. Trump, the nationalist surge in Hungary, Poland, uh, France, uh, Germany, and Scandinavia to bring home the cost of these uh, regional inequities. The problem is, however, that uh, these various uh, populist, nationalist uh, governments really don't have a fix. They did not have a fix in uh, France. Uh, there or in Poland on the right wing of there or in Germany under these uh, neo-fascists or on the Scandinavian fascists uh, period. The central theme of political writer uh, John uh, Jewis is uh, an excellent and compact book The Nationalist uh, Revival published this fall A Person of the Left well that is uh, specialized in speaking truth to liberals and sometimes he uh, did it in his early populism explosion. He thinks it's impossible for progressives to uh, understand why for so many are driven to uh, Trump and far rights in Europe. Well, they've been going in that direction for a long time. Some of them never left from the days of Schicken Gruber or Hitler. Uh, Jews uh, Jews, uh, seems uh, the rise of uh, 
sees the rise of nationalism as a reaction to illusions and excessive uh, globalism by unleashing uh, footloose uh, capital and undercutting national, even international efforts to regulate the economy in the public interest. Globalization is incompatible with social democracies in Europe and uh, the uh, New Deal liberalism in uh, the U.S. Well, the problem there is uh, these neoliberals uh, that want to follow uh, uh, Salazar's model, which he did in Portugal there, state capitalism. The purpose, uh, he, he Excuse me. He purposes a uh, useful distinction between globalism and internationalism. Now, internationalism, a Marxist concept, been around very, very long time. He uh, he's against the first one, but for the second one, globalism, uh, he argues it's a Jewish um, subordinates, national uh, nations, and national governments to market forces, and that is what is called neoliberalism. Neoliberalism are to the priorities of multinational corporations. That is Mr. Salazar's, uh, Salazar's model. Internationalism, on the other hand, accepts the nations may uh, sometime have to uh, cede a part of their sovereignty to the international or regional bodies to address problems they uh, could not adequately address on their own. Well, that has been out there, but what the multinationals have been able to do in country after country is uh, basically buy off these operators, as they did in the U.S., with the uh, Tea Party, uh, Express, and various things like this. Republicans uh, dream that up, using uh, so-called uh, moral issues such as uh, abortion, etc., to, uh, as they say, get the natives restless. And this border thing where people actually think that thousands of people are going to come across the border. They are not thousands. They are hundreds. And even less than that, uh, looking uh, for work for the most part. Now, obviously, anytime you have any flow, you're going to have opportunist criminals coming across the border. But law enforcement is more sophisticated by the day. There's no doubt about that. And since they have surveillance over the air, the water, the sea, and anything else that's worth anything, who knows? But the critics of Trumpism and need to recognize uh, the ways in which uh, globalism undercuts the rights and the fortunes of large numbers of democratic uh, citizens. The uh, dispossessed often uh, turn to nationalism. They did that. They turned to Chicken Groove or the Hitler for relief against their own uh, sense of powerlessness. In other words, the idea of the very strong uh, leader that is going to lead us somewhere. And these people will admit uh, freely that uh, they voted for D.J. Trump and it doesn't work out. They will not take any responsibility. Trump will not take any responsibility, so you'll just have wasted uh, times. Trump brought uh, these obligations home on the weekend with his uh, horrendous, heartless, and deceitful tweet seeking uh, partisan advantage from the deaths of two migrant Guatemalan uh, children after their uh, apprehension by the federal authorities. But this is nothing new or necessarily indecent uh, about citizens saying that the nation has a right uh, to control its borders. Yeah, well, nations do have a right to control its borders, and they always have been. But there's uh, the challenge for the left and for those advocating human uh, humane immigration policies is to move the debate from an am, uh, an angry extract, uh, extractions 
about open borders and towards a practical engagement with uh, basic questions. What level of immigration is optimal at this moment uh, for the nation as a whole? What uh, will it uh, take to reach a consensus for creating paths towards citizenship for immigrants who are here illegally? And how do we build a uh, stronger uh, civil culture that allows uh, the rights but also the duties of the native-born and uh, immigrants alike? For various reasons, I prefer to defend patriotism rather than uh, nationalism. This is E.J. Dion speaking here. The uh, word uh, aside, friends of liberal democracy need to keep the two ideas in mind at the same time. On one side, they should not automatically cast those who worry about the decay of national sovereignty, sovereignty as reactionaries. Well, but they are reactionaries. That's part of the problem right there. And for majority of these people, they were reactionaries before D.J. Trump uh, came along, and they will be reactionaries after D.J. Trump uh, departs uh, the White House. Either in uh, 2021 or uh, four years later, five years later. On the other hand, they must continue to insist, and urgently so in 2019, that American uh, patriotism and the defense of constitutional democracy are one and the same. Well, part of this problem here, you've had opportunism for so, so long, and this is what has really, really caused uh, problems. Let's get to the NBA now. Let me get my point to straight here. Uh, the Kings were at the Lakers in Los Angeles. The Lakers pulled it out 121 to 114. The Pistons were at the Magic. Magic 104 to uh, 107 for the Pistons. The Timberwolves were at the Heat, and they actually beat the Heat 113 to 104. The Bulls uh, were at the Rafters uh, in Toronto uh, 95 to 89. And the Thunder were at the Mavericks in Dallas 105 to 103. Uh, Mavericks. And the 76ers were out in Portland, a long way from home. Uh, 129 uh, to 95 uh, for the 76ers. On to uh, college uh, basketball. Uh, let's see, we have the, the big game. Uh, that will be between Clemson and Alabama. Alabama beat Oklahoma 34, uh, 45 to 34. Notre Dame fell. 